Did you fix this last time? Oh yeah. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> There's the wall. Is it still recording? Is that the yes. reason? Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just got swallowed. I just swallowed that word. Why did that happen? <laughs> I like queso. You want queso? No. Most queso is amazing. I did. Oh, that was a dork. Mm, yeah. 
high school that just brought my head around. Well, you remember like that? Said, it was like that? It was like the original fidget spinner. Like, yeah. it was like, how can my brain go get on other than, other than my class? Yeah. And I remember one kid. Ridiculousness. I really am getting so frustrated. I remember one kid. No, I won't get mad. On camera. But it's not giving you to get frustrated. I was like, it's a puzzle. I remember one kid, um, when I started bringing mine, he brought his. Um, and he, like, he's so weird. Um, he made his, like, spin for, like, whatever, like, in a smoother way by, like, putting, like, fucking, like, I don't know, baby oil or like, yeah. sort of thing. I'm like, why? Like, I'm not trying to be in a competition right now. Right. right. Like, to make it go faster. Like, yeah. I was like, I just, out faster. yeah, I just, not fidget spinner wise forever. <laughs> the original. The, the OG. I mean, it did spin. No, you're getting there. I can feel it move, but, you know? I like, don't want to break this. I, don't I, don't I feel bad that you're getting mad, though. No. <laughs> I'm not getting mad. I'm actually not getting that mad. This is literally taking me <laughs> like, the whole episode. Don't, it's fine. You're problem solving. Yeah. Problem solving. Do you want me to just keep talking? And yeah, abs- doing... absolutely. Because right, Maria's going to be fixated on that, and we'll see you we'll in see how long. minutes. <laughs> this is great. It's not going to take you that long, but I mean, who cares? If it took done? you five minutes? Okay, well, here's, we are very different in approaches. Yeah, seriously, I'm very logical, you are very not. <laughs> I'm in a mood today. I am also very, like, I'm gonna, mo- I'm gonna maneuver this and do whatever I have. I'm, like, an act and then, like, think person. You're a very think as an act person. Yeah. Um, and you, like, especially when it comes life. to, like, this whole, like, especially problem solving, that's, Yeah. I can't wait to, like, watch myself. You're so, like, the mathematical, super logistical brain, and I'm so, like, the arts and sciences, like, aspect of it. Do you want to, do you want to, uh, what did I say? Well, you know what our careers are. (laughs) This is very true. So, I mean, this kind of ties into what we were going to talk about. So, we wanted to talk a little bit about today, like, like, tips and things from our, like, hobbies and our careers and how we can, like, play them into just giving people some, like, I don't know, advice on things, or like, letting you just learn just, more about what we, yeah, I guess it's just like an advice, like, episode, well, yeah, solid, and we can wrap that all back into all of the advice, I mean, we don't have to harp on all of the advice that's going no. on about CDC right now, because if I get one more email in my email, in my oh inbox, my God. yeah, from any random from any, company that's telling me to wash my hands, and what they're doing to try to keep people safe, like, I totally understand, and it's great that you're trying to take action to pe- keep people safe, but like, Mm-hmm. The CDC is sending out information for a reason. So unless you are directly having contact with people, like, I feel like it's just, like, hyping up this, like, the anxiety. The anxiety. Because yeah. every time they go in their inbox, they're seeing an email about it. And, like, and then it's kind of filtering out and, like, clouding the sea from, like, just getting information from people like the CDC who are giving you valid information about what's going on. You know what she said? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose you this whole episode. I'm mad. Why did you give me this?
like a drawer. Look at the thingy. Oh, I see. Okay, so now wait, what do you notice though? Uh, a lot of things? I don't know. Wait, hold on. What do you see yourself? The marble's like in another whatever. Right, so, okay, so look at the inside. Yeah, which way's it facing? Great mom, shush. <laughs> I'm hoping you'll probably sound through it so you don't get more mad at me in the next couple of minutes. That's the hard one. That's the hard one. annoying. Don't hurt yourself over it, my Lanta. Oh, I'm so annoying. Keep, keep talking to the people. I, don't, I just act really <laughs> so relaxed watching you do this. I'm so I feel so bad. I'm sorry. I can't really wait till like, would be like I can't thing. wait till like re like watch this and like when I'm editing this and be like, what an idiot. <laughs> no, it's not for that. Wait, God is the wood is it <laughs> Oh well I might have expanded a little bit. There's a marble in there you did it! Can I tell you about how I went and figured it out? How? Like, it's the total opposite of you. What did you do? Just proves that how totally opposite we are. Yeah. So you, like, examined it, and we're like, hmm, yeah, what did you do? I literally yeah. was like this. I was like, okay, this part moves. This Which way does this move? Oh, okay, if I can move it this way, this has to, I literally went like this, and just was like, okay, got it. And my brother was like, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> but it's just different brain. Like, no, yeah. Like, it's just different. So, like, if it was, like, a... If it was something that wasn't physical that I couldn't move, like a math situation, yeah, you'd be like, I would be like me doing Sudoku's. I get real frustrated I love real fast. Those. I like them too, but mm -hmm. I get really frustrated because there's only so much like physical manipulation you can do with the numbers before it really has to come down to calculations, right. and I don't like that. Yeah, that was fun. I'm sorry. Nope. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> it's okay, but that's just that's so true because I like. And it depends, this totally talks about, like, your brain, right? If you're somebody yeah. who's going to, like, really look at it, and you're going to, like, investigate it, it's only going to give away, like, certain cues. And you were right about, like, the spaces and yeah. everything. But it's, like, literally not until you get in there and you try to go, <laughs> Yeah. And I'm the person who often will do that and break stuff, and then it just didn't happen this time. Okay. We're going to move on, because I feel like I'm just going to make you really mad this whole episode. Okay, so we wanted to talk about tips from our church. Here's a tip that I have for you. Don't be mad. <laughs> Don't frustrate me. <laughs> Don't make Maria mad. Oh my god. Okay. Um, okay. So, okay. Uh, what are, well, I guess we should talk about what we do first. Oh. Okay, well, I think mine is simpler <laughs> in nature. <laughs> yep. I guess. I just, I'm an accountant. <laughs> like, I, I don't do, here's the thing, though. I say that, but everyone, the next question is, oh, can you do my taxes? <laughs> Which is something I'll never ask you. And also, I don't do taxes. I'm not a tax accountant. Um, so what I do is I'm an auditor. So I look stuff. Yeah. So I look at like financial statements and um, do the test work and like consulting work for other clients. So I don't do. I don't know how to do anyone's taxes unless it's just like a W two, and I can just put it into <laughs> the software. software yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Solid. So that's what I do, and it's busy season right now, so I. So many hours. I'm so tired. But otherwise, like every like every other month, besides like from January to like mid April, like it's just a standard nine to five. And what is what does auditing look like? In like, because I know nothing except about. Wait, do you want to give me? Can I give you my one actual reference that I actually have of what auditors do? And it's not a real life reference at all, but it's hysterical. Go on. Um, have you ever seen the movie? Oh my gosh, I don't remember the name of the movie. Catch me if you can. I don't know why that came into my mind. No, it's not. It's not a movie that is relevant oh to really at all. Um, it's a. I don't remember what it's called. 
go with me on this. It has Paul Rudd in it. Okay. It also has, okay. um, Google this. the guy from, why is this happening right now? What is Paul going Rudd? What is going, okay. It, it has, and I love him and I can't think of my name, his name and I'm really mad at myself right now. He's Michael from The Office. Oh my god, um, Steve Carell or whatever? Yes, okay. Paul Rudd and Steve Carell are in it. Movie. And so is, um, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Anchorman? I swear to god. That one, that one, what's the last one? The invited whatever party, something party? Dinner. Dinner, dinner. for schmucks. No. Yeah. Yeah, that one? Okay. And he's in that movie. Okay. And Zach Galifianakis is the auditor in that movie. Okay. Have you ever seen that movie? No. What? A couple, let's just assume I've never seen the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like where we're going back to the, like, the, what type of movie we like to watch. Like, this is a movie, I love Steve Carell for just his blatant, like, ridiculousness. His comedy, yeah. Yeah, like, I absolutely, that's the kind of, like, stupid slapstick comedy that I really enjoy. Uh-huh. And in this movie, what kind of auditor is he? Is an IRS auditor? Yeah, it says, who's Barry? He uh, is. Zach Galifianakis is the auditor. No, no, no. Barry offers to take Tim yes. to his job at the IRS, but he's an IRS auditor. But go on. Go. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know. That's the only reference I have of, like, what they do, because he, like, goes in and, like, is, they're looking for somebody, I think. Sure. And they want to find out, like, their references, and then he, like, he's like, well, let me look into you. Let me see if you're due for an audit. Okay. That's still a tax audit. Oh, okay. That's a whole different story. So, what I do is, like, say... Like a random company, um, I don't know how to explain this. And Mike, watch my coworkers watch, like watch and be like, "What is she saying?" <laughs> um, so like a company has like financial statements, like their um, like balance sheet, like their assets, liabilities, or, like their expenses, and their um, revenue or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we kind of look into like the major significant like okay cash like all right let me go look at your bank statement make sure that this ties to like what you're saying is you're in your cash mm -hmm. and then all right so this is how much profit you made like let me go check like to make sure that you're not like not like lying but like not you know um you're like double checking that everything their work essentially yeah, what it is. because what they do with the financial statements usually these companies is that they give it to like um either investors or like mm -hmm. their owners, management, like other clients and stuff like that, just so. To and say if, everything's on the up and up, kind of. Right, and like if a third party does it, and like we sign off as a report, like, oh, these numbers are like good, like it kind of gives them credibility that what they're saying is correct, like on their financial needs, so. Solid. That's what we do, it's a lot of, did you say accounting in high school? Yeah, I was in your class, didn't I? Isn't that how we ended up at FBLA together? Oh my god, right? yeah, that picture. <laughs> um. And also, like, the fact that you're in FBLA is crazy. Why? It's just something that I, I didn't even, what did you even, what did you do? Watching my cat, Lewis is mine right now. He's <laughs> parkouring. I don't remember. But, um. But ironic, future business leader of America. Yeah. Current business leader of America right here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good, yeah, good for you then. Jesus. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I'm play back. There's going to be a point where God's going to come up over the couch and just look He's going to not, I'm not going to even open this. I'm not going to open this up. No, you won't. You will not that off. Okay. You took accounting. And we, and I remember doing a lot of balance sheets. Yeah, balance sheets. Like, like, it's literally so, so accounting is super, like, super type A. Like, like my brain works that way because it's like everything has to equal each other. Yeah. So, um, 
But I know I like I know all these things. Like your yeah. projections are I could do everything for my business. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So like I, I guess I mean Yeah, I so if I if I came into your like and saw your projections or whatever and I right. and like your financial statements and I what I would do is like kind of get the support for like, all right, you say you have cash in the bank of this much, all right, let me see your bank statement. All like Gotcha. I'm just like looking at the support to make sure that you're not. And you're doing it like outside of the lines of what like right. my tax person, my tax accountant, and my tax lawyer does for me this time of year. Right. And like um, for auditors, we have to be independent, so mm -hmm. we can't go into like if my parents have a business, like I can't audit them. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it makes no sense. So like, it be, yeah, it has to be like an independent person. Gotcha. Okay, so what are some um, what are some what tips? What Don't some annoy your CTA friends during this time of year. Seriously, just give them love. Just give them space. Don't annoy us. Accounting. We're very, at least for me, I'm very short, like tempered during this time of year because I'm just like well, she's working. a disaster. I give her a puzzle that makes it really bad. <laughs> um, just give us some some space or whatever we need for mm -hmm. sure. Oh, please give your tax accountants your shit as soon as you can. Yeah. And the amount of like clients that we have, and I don't, I do, so I don't do personal returns. I do like business returns, mm -hmm. which I have a little bit more knowledge in, but not honestly don't really need for advice really. Um, um, but the amount of times that like clients give us stuff last minute, even in the audit, in like the audits that we do, it's so frustrating. So if you go like a like a sole proprietor like tax preparer and you give him or her like right before the four fifteen deadline like all your stuff like that's just annoying yeah for sure because like, just rude honestly like especially nice people who are trying to help you especially if they're if you've had these documentations for like since like February when yeah. they come out so and if you're somebody who like runs a business and you have employees get them their stuff oh that too yeah for sure. Um, that's not fun. That's not fun because then you're going to delay their process. Right. And then everything's going to get delayed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, now everything is delayed right now and there's extended time on being able to do it. But don't take advantage of that just because you have it. Like, go and Correct. be proactive and get stuff done so that people who are actually have, who are actually sick and actually, like, dealing with stuff right now can get the grace period that they need. It's yes. not a freebie for everybody to take advantage of. It's just for the people who really need the help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us about your hobbies. My hobbies? So don't talk about work anymore. Tell us about your hobbies and things you like to do. When Maria is not wearing Is this her... like... What is what is yeah. this episode now? We're talking about our hobbies and tips. Oh, really? You're getting to know us. That's oh, great. I think that's what it is. Okay. Um, um, I play video games and do this. <laughs> and, for the win. And now I just like watch movies and Netflix. That's literally my hobbies right now. Solid. So uh, I play... So the new Animal Crossing game. Oh, I saw you put that up. Yeah. I feel like that game has been around for a while. So this is the the first game in, I want to say, seven years or something. Wow. Yeah. Um, I remember it being really big. Yeah. It's super, it's super not stressful. Like, you know how, like, Call of Duty, I guess, is stressful for some I don't know how people play. I don't know how people play. But I play, like, Overwatch, which is, like, just an open, like, a, you know what? What are you? <laughs> I'm getting distracted. I don't know why Dan sent me a picture of his hubcap, but I'm not gonna open it. Okay. Um, do you know what Animal Crossing is though? Not I. No. Okay, so like you make a character, you move into this iteration is like um, an island, so you move into an island, make your character, you kind of like have resources that you can fish and like dig up fossils and like resell them for like they're called bells as the currency. Okay. 
and like you build your house, you furnish your house, and then your neighbors are animals. <laughs> this is so weird how I'm describing this, but it's super stress free. Like it's just like it is what it is. It's just like mind. It's mindless. Correct. A little bit of an escapism because yeah. like you're building your own life on like you know your own console, but yeah, and it's like if it's something that that's I think the beauty of like video games that. Mm-hmm. Um, just like TV and just like reading, just like anything else, we have the ability to really like push to those limits of like it being escapism. Mm-hmm. Is we have the ability to just like have downtime, yeah. you know, and like turn your brain off. And that. I know like Dan, Dan loves video games, mm-hmm. um, and like I, I like I just don't. I don't know. I tried. I just. I'm sure I would love that game. I honestly probably get stuck in that for hours and hours and hours. I used to love computer games. Yeah. Yeah. Like flash games or whatever. Yeah. Those like mindless games. Yeah. Um. Also, in the some of the video games, we had a Tetris competition at work. Yeah, and that's cool. It was great. I won. <laughs> of course I did. Um. Duh. But no one's expecting anything else. Um. What was I going off of that? But it's like it's it like breaks up my day, especially during this time of year, like at yeah. work. Just like video games like that, like. Cause then after that, like Tetris, whatever. I've been just randomly playing Tetris in my team whenever I needed like five minutes to just like chill. Yeah, downtime. So it's so important. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what was the other thing? And then I play Overwatch. Do you know what Fortnite is? Kind of. Yeah, Dan loves that game. Yeah, so like Overwatch is like kind of like that, where it's like you play online and you kind of. No, I think I've seen commercials for it yeah. before. It's like, it's like fictional characters, not like humans or whatever. It's like, uh, they all have superpowers and stuff, so. Fun. Yeah. So I feel like I want to, but the danger is I would get, like, really, I get super obsessive. Yeah. I, like, want to just. <laughs> just play it? Yeah, which is how, like, yeah. Netflix ended up, like, ruining me. Yeah. And, like, helped really, really, uh, Netflix helped with me getting stuck in, like, my hard places last year, because it was like, I'm just going to avoid everything. Right, so. Uh, well, did you binge watch like TV shows yes. and like movies and stuff? Yeah, totally. Um, Netflix. I mean, there's a bunch of good original content on Netflix. There is. Oh wait. Okay. So this has nothing to do with anything. But Maria told me to watch Cheer. <laughs> oh my god! This is you're like the tenth person I was told like to so watch Cheer. I watched it. <laughs> and and here's my issue. And this actually is gonna really get into like kind of what I do anyway. So yeah. That's great. So this is great segue. Um, in terms of exposure, in ter- I know because you had said to me too, like it really shows you like I never thought about it this way and like yeah. all the work and all the, like, the physicality and the athleticism, great. In terms of exposure, in terms of like bringing that to light, which I think just... Bringing the cheering world to light? Yeah, and like bringing, yeah. bringing the level of like athleticism <clears throat> that's in sp- sports... And I'm going to include dance in this, even though people are going to be like, dance is not sports in our form. Whatever, you need to be an athlete to be a dancer. Just throwing yeah, that out there. Yeah. An athlete and an artist. Just yeah. like in cheer. You need to be an artist, too. You yeah, because you can't be stiff and just, like, there's be a very logical about this. Performance like, quality yeah, that's yeah, required. Yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that that is being brought out. And I think that okay. there's a lot of misunderstanding in those areas that are, tech- like, more technically seen as, like, feminine, we were literally, literally catching to all of our previous episodes, um, <laughs> that, like, the more feminine type of sport, yeah, right, yeah. even though we know cheer is not, we know dance is not, there are men in both of those areas, yep. um, and even gymnastics, there are men in all of those areas, um, that mm-hmm. are historically seen as feminine, or were, like, created originally, honestly, dance doesn't really count, because dance was 
like the original, whatever, it's fine. Ballet was created by a man for anybody who didn't know that. Um, I just got real excited. You just got <laughs> real salty real quick. No one was attacking you. Sorry, I just feel, oh, I feel like I have to get that out there. So, literally no one was attacking you. I loved that. I don't, and I don't want to get out of that realm, it's just that it just bothers me. So, dance was actually created by a man. So, just, like, not, sorry, not dance. Ballet dance was created by a man. Um, so, I get really off track. I get real passionate about you know, trying to get red. I get, like, real passionate whenever we talk about dance stuff that I feel like people yeah. have, like, a solid misunderstanding of, and it gets me, like, all fiery. Well, it's, like, with anything that you're passionate about. Like, you don't yeah. want them, you don't want to misinform people, so you just kind of just spew everything out. Yes. I am done. I am back. I apologize. So I don't apologize. So, I liked it for all of those aspects. And okay. I liked the, like, determination and showing that if you want something, you have to work for it. Yeah. Like, I feel like, again, there's a misunder, there's, like, a misunderstanding and, or a misview conception, and, like, we do it, and then it comes, like, immediate. Like, that immediate gratification of thinking that it comes, and then you have it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, like, playing an instrument, like, is along the same lines in terms of performance. Yeah, for um, sure. It takes practice. It's, it takes a lot of patience. And, yeah, it takes patience. Yeah. Patience. It takes effort. Like, yeah. all of those things. Mm -hmm. So I liked it for that. Okay. Here's my issue with it. Yeah. I don't like the management of injury. Oh, no. That was bad. Because that is what I do in the dance world, and I'm trying yeah. to change, and like, with a lot of other amazing people, the culture and develop the culture of the way we handle yeah. all of that. Um, so there were moments that, like, I got really, really mad watching, like, someone, and it's partially, and, like, There's not so many injuries in now, but I, like, I super call out, like, the levels of, like, just how things were handled by, like, the yeah, medical professionals oh, yeah. in that yeah. entire show. Like, yeah, let's wrap you up. Like, I know. And I understand, like, coming from the dance world and knowing that you get a, you get a lot of pushback from the teachers and, like, the the, like, yeah. the adults that are in the situation because there is a level of expectation and being able, like, the show must go on. That's a culture. Yeah. Like, I get that. Yeah. But, like, so much of the time we don't look in, like, the long term. Again, another episode we talked about. The long term of the negative effects we're having on these children because even in college they're children these are children and like the way that their bodies are being damaged over time so yeah. and i'm a perfect example of this because we like you i don't know if you it was kind of audible on our like our first episode of the friendship episode where you heard my hips popping yeah literally. like that's not a normal thing and that's something that i have as a result of just a lot of overcompensation and dancing through injuries that I had and I faced and ignoring and not taking proper precautions yeah. for, or like just not knowing it any better. Right, and not taking care of it. Um, and the reliance on like medical tape to like keep things intact, like yeah. it's just, it was really, that frustrated me a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's the more frustrating aspect of it is that I, coming from the artist and performer aspect, I understand that the show must go on, but at the same time, you are putting them Body, at risk, yeah. right? And like for like hip replacements, like concussions are my no. You want to know what happened the other day? That okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to like. Uh, Hi, I'm awake. Okay, um, we got there. I was taking a walk because I go on my like I try to go on You're my daily walks. Daily walks. You're so healthy, honestly. I'm trying. I need it. Yeah. It's also very nice out now. Yeah. So take advantage. Yeah. And like, don't be inside around people. Go outside yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was taking a walk, and yeah. there were a bunch of kids outside, and there was a bunch of kids on bikes, and a little boy had, like, come running out to, like, meet the other group, and apparently his brother was in that group, and he turned around and was like, what are you doing? Go home and put your helmet on. Which is, okay. like, in my head, I was like, oh, what a good brother. And he's like, you know, if you fall, you can hit your head and get a concussion. 
Yeah, okay. And, like, just, like, more, like, more awareness than we have growing up about what that is. Yeah. So. You're right, yeah, actually. So, like, I was like, that's great. Now, we have more awareness of it, but that doesn't mean we necessarily take the right steps to be able to assess all those risks and stuff. Right, and not even, like, the assessing part, but be able to really manage it once it happens. So, like, I'm watching cheer, and you watch people falling on their heads and, like, getting concussions, and there is... I'm going to get real into all of it for a second. So I have studied um, concussions specifically in dancers. Really? And, like, done some research with, like, um, professors and just colleagues at Rutgers. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of just, like, just too much just saying returning, like, we call it really returning to play. So, like, you just, you get hit, we do what we have to do, and you go back into play. Um, And there isn't one specifically for dance, so we have to utilize the stuff that comes from, like, other sports like football. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And which is like a huge issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. And so I'm watching cheer and like I'm watching these people get concussions and then a couple days later they're really not <laughs> going through a full return to play like protocol, which yeah. is like something that's nationally known about. So like that's why I get frustrated that like the, the medical, medical team is not doing like, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm like I said, I know they're probably getting pressure from the coach because she was on top of her stuff and knows what it takes to be a winner, but. It's like, where do you find that balance? And that's a lot of what I work with in the dance field right now is how do we find the balance of, yes, you need to perform, yes, you have high demands to meet, but you also need to take care of your body because, like, and we've seen these ballerinas who have to retire at the age of 30, 40 because they literally cannot walk without a walker. Yeah, they literally can't walk. And we don't have enough of the science that exists in the dance world to be able to support like safe practices, yeah, yeah. we need more of it. And too much of it exists in the athletic, like the athletic world, but because people are very, like, serious about saying dance is an art form and not a sport. It's not as welcome. It's not as, I see. It's, like, a whole culture. So it's, like, a lot of, like, this action of, like, running into walls. Um, So that's annoying. I didn't know that. So, yeah. So there's cheer. Yeah, so I liked it, but it really made me mad. Yeah. Because it was hard to watch. But you get really invested in it because it is, like, like you were saying, like, it's very emotional. You learn about the backgrounds of how kids are getting, like, Really, it's, like, their lives and saving them is giving them something to focus sure. on and set goals on and develop into. Huh. No, you're right. I feel, I, I've, I've told a lot of people to watch it because, like, um, it was so interesting to me. I've never thought about cheerleading that way and how yeah. hard that they, I know I mean, they work hard. We were never exposed to that. No, I wasn't part of But I mean, like, not in, like, our cult, like, our high school or, like, we No, I wasn't, like, like not... That's not like, that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a totally not that. Or another level. Right. That's like um, really that's the epitome of what professional cheering is because there is no professional cheering of that caliber, right? Right. Like competition cheer. Um, you know, my best friend was like, I fucking refuse to watch that show. Why? She was a cheerleader. She's gonna kill me. Middle school? It wasn't high school. And um, she's gonna injure. She was a flyer. Oh, absolutely not. Injured just constantly. Yeah. And she's like, no, if that's going to yeah. that's gonna be traumatic. The one year that I did it in middle school that I, I skied away, <laughs> oh yeah. ski away from dancing, I remember that they wanted me to be a flyer, and I, my mother was like, absolutely not. She got dropped all the time. Not, not. She was like, I'm not watching not. that. I, knew, I, I think she was like, I know like what Navarro is, but I'm not watching that. I was yeah. like... Good on you, dude. Like, okay, I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah, like, it's good. <laughs> it, it really does. It was entertaining for me, but it gives me perspective on to yes. what she could have possibly part. went through as a middle schooler. Obviously, it's not that caliber right. as a college kid, but just like the injuries that she still yeah. sustained. 
Yes. Like, to this day, you know? Yeah, the thing that we have to carry, like, that is why I got mm-hmm. into, like, yoga and the somatic practice and the, all of the training and, like, the development and the body awareness that I do now is because You know, I get into that now? Like, what you do? Oh. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so, clearly, dance. Yeah, dance related. So first and foremost, I am a private dance coach, and all the things that I talked about, um, mm-hmm. I utilize just like the foundation and understanding body sciences in relations to anatomy and like mm-hmm. kinesiology and the physiology yeah. of how like our our muscles work for movement and like movement function. Yeah, and I apply all of that to specific dance techniques so that when dancers, I start with dancers are the youngest seven. Um, up to 16 and when they're developing their dance technique they're actually developing with like functional awareness so they're not compensating to just achieve a movement they're learning like how their body needs to do it and they're developing from there without getting injured i think that's just so smart of you (laughs) to like teach kids that way as opposed to be like here's the move do it you know like because you're not everyone's body moves no, literally. We don't even have all to have the same bones. Like, right, how are right. you going to make a copy? I say it's exactly. like the copy and paste method. And I'm, I, I'm a product of that, which is why I deal with all of the stuff that I Your do. Your hips, like something yeah. like that every something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I deal with a lot of the pain that I deal with, because I didn't have proper... This is the way that I look at it, based yeah. on like, those areas of movement. And I want to also say this, too. I didn't study that in college. No. Were you a performing arts yeah, Major. so I was a, um, and this just is just to show you that, like, you can literally learn anything if you put the time into actually learning it, especially in, like, this day and age with all the access to books and online and, like, things that you have the ability to do. Yeah, honestly. So, like, yes, I'm getting a lot of, like, back-end certifications now because I have all the information I can breeze through all the programs and just get them. Uh, yeah. Um, Good for you, honestly, yeah. But you don't need to do that. You don't need a piece of paper to define the experience and the education and the understanding that you have, and that's something that I'm mm-hmm. also saying for you and to remind myself um, so I don't put myself in a ton of debt trying to get a PhD for information that I already know and do research on. Um, (laughs) Seriously? Throwing that out there. So I don't remember where I was going with this. Okay, so I I went to a performing arts conservatory. I was in Mason Grove School of the Arts and I studied dance performance. And I also did the master's in dance education in the five-year track thinking I wanted to go off and teach dance and just like help yeah. kids because I loved watching kids just express themselves yeah. and enjoy themselves because that's why I loved it. Right. And then I got really badly injured my junior year and I fractured my fifth metatarsal on my right foot. And then I started to learn about all of the other injuries I actually had. And then I started to face a lot of just pushback from people telling me um, that I wasn't good enough and that I wasn't caring for my body. And I had people tell me that I was lying about my injuries, all the fun stuff in the dance world. And then I amazingly found some awesome support from people who consider body awareness an important thing for dance. And a lot of medical specific professionals for like dance specialists um, and got a lot of support that I needed to continue training. Even if I couldn't stand and move in class, I would take class on the floor the whole time in a boot. Really? Uh, Yeah, that was really, that was a lot. And then I realized, you know, if I'm going to go out into the education, like if I have the platform I'm standing on, this little education box, I'm going to do it with dance science standing at the forefront of what I'm teaching mm-hmm. so that dancers can find their voice and express themselves, but do it in a safe way without experiencing all the things that I experienced. 
crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> this is like the first time you're really hearing about what yeah, I Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, because like I have a general, I feel like everyone around you has a general idea of what you do. Yeah. But like the reason why you do it is this. Yeah. Something that's not. It's really, but yeah, it's just very important to me. Absolutely. Good. Um, Proud of you. Jesus. Thanks. And then on top that of that. That was gross on camera. <laughs> Huh? That was gross on camera. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that again. Yay! I got it. I got it. She was mad at me at the beginning, and I still got it. Um, but yeah, and then on top of that, uh, when I got injured, I started to find yoga, and I got really like yeah. involved in yoga, and that helped me strengthen my body understanding, and like spiritually helped me get my ish together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, remember this. I think we talked about this before. Yes. When we started doing all this stuff. Yes. Yeah. We should have an episode on like just like spiritual spirituality and religion and things like that too. Yeah, um, we've been hinting at that for like. We should. We will do it. I yeah. know we will do it. Um, <laughs> That'll be another probably two parter, if anything. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then, so through that, I really got interested in therapeutics because I don't necessarily like the exploited world of what yoga tries to tell people they should be. What does like yoga? Is, what does yoga tell like, people? Like social media, like it's great that it's got exposure, but like oh, we don't practice yoga because of headstands and oh, like, like that's the, not the crazy flexibility, right? Situation. And it's the same thing in the dance world. It's crazy how those are parallel. Um, we practice it for like the understanding of our like mm-hmm. the intention is to honestly the intention is to get a connection to the higher power, right? For us to. Like, there, that's where the eight... That's like, where that came from, right? Yeah, yeah. And the physical practice is only one of the eight limbs. So okay. Like, like a lot. The, okay. The postures, the asanas, what they're called. Yeah, yeah. There's eight different limbs of yogas and, and okay. that of yoga, and that's just one of them. Okay. So there's eight... And all of the okay. other ones are founded in, like, spiritual spirituality and meditation? mental state. And it's meditation's like, another one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's things called like yamas and niyamas, or like the like you know how we have the Bible and we have the commandments. Yeah. yeah. Yama and nama, yamas or ni and niyamas are like things that we should live, like practices that we should live by yeah. and awarenesses that we should live by. Interesting. And then I don't just switch on my words. Um, and then there are like again so and then, and then the end goal. Yeah. Is, there's other things in there, but the end goal is really to have like a sense of enlightenment where you have that connection to a higher power. Yeah, and that's essentially like considered like you're no longer here. Like you're, you have so if you're, you're like, like enlightened. Right. Is, is have that, you ever had like those or have heard of those people who like go into meditation or like there are stories about people who go into meditation and because they're so like connected to the higher power, like they don't exist within their body anymore. Or, like, like they don't come out of that state. Like it's an out of body experience. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of it but I don't it's yeah, there's so sure. much, it's so interesting. Okay. There's like a whole world of that. Really. Um, and the physical postures are just one of the limbs, limbs. like ways to practice yoga. So uh-huh. like it just gets very exploited. So that's interesting. All of that spewing total side note. So that's like um, you know commercial yoga. Yeah. Is it, what that. Yeah. Means. It's just like there's commercial dance. That's such a good way to put it. Got it. Um. Yeah, so then I started to understand that, like, I really liked, I really like functional movement, so I started to apply Mm -hmm. the yoga information and anatomy into functional movement for people and started doing yoga therapeutics. Okay. So I work with clients for just helping them, like, like, oh, my, this part of my body hurts a lot, well, let's look at what, the way that you move and why that happens and see how we can train you to, like, change those muscular habits. Interesting. Okay. So you work one-on-one with people a lot? Yes. You do. I like it better. I just, than, than a group? Than yeah, a group setting? yeah. I just feel like, like, goes back to what you said, like, yeah. every single person's different, and everything they're showing up with is different, and I like yeah, being able to give them one-on-one attention, because I think they get more out of it, and I think that's why I didn't like being in, like, public education and, like, the K-12 setting, is because it's 
much more difficult to do that. And there's, I don't like working mm -hmm. for somebody because I don't like being told the way that, I do like feedback and information from people. Right. Like, yeah. I don't, like, disvalue that. But I want to be able to do it in a way that I think is going to be really valuable without having somebody breathing down my back about it. Okay, yeah. Um, so that's why I like to do what I do this way. And I choreograph for and direct for show productions. <laughs> oh, I, do a lot of, <laughs> I do a lot of stuff. I really do. You do so much and you see so many people. I can't even understand how you do all this. I like but you I, I think you love it so much. That's that's the thing, like but yeah. you like love it, so yeah. like there's no issue with this. But if it's you ever like, saw me like like two or three months ago, like yeah. in October, November, even yeah. like when it's like some of our Saturdays, like yeah. for my shows like the shows come up, when I am like <laughs> teaching dance in different settings and seeing my private dance clients and seeing my private yoga clients mm -hmm. and working on multiple shows at once. Um, I will tell you that my life is insane and I will question everything that I do because you're just like strung out. That's, that's how it is during busy season for yeah. a bunch of us accountants. Like we're spread way too thin. Yes. And it's just the nature of like our business. Yeah. It's like that we're so crammed within these four months yet like so many things out that right. um, once we get out of, you know, after April 15th, the tax deadline, it's just like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like worth exciting. it. Yeah. It's like it's it's like for the people that stay in public accounting, it we use like the season like sucks, yeah, but it's kind of like worth it though. Right. And like if we still enjoy it then like I mean that's why they're that's public why you accounting. Do it. Yeah, right. exactly. So Which goes into everything. Like mm -hmm. and that was I had a huge transition for myself when I realized that like having a business and doing what you like love and what like mm -hmm. is exciting to you is 20% of that and 80% yeah. of like actually doing it. Actually, yeah. And like what it looks like to actually run a business or what it looks like to actually like the That's ends just hard of work. Like, the jobs that you do. Right. There's so many like, nuances to like when you own a business. I feel like that's where we don't get, we don't get enough of that information. Like I feel up like front, we're like up. school. Right. Yeah. Right. We're told like, I remember being told a ton, like, follow your dreams, and, like, go and do what makes you happy, and, like, yes, 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 but that doesn't mean that, like, there aren't going to be things that you have to overcome to get to your dreams. That doesn't mean that it's you are not, hard. <laughs> right, yeah. it doesn't mean that, like, you don't have to do, like, yeah, this is the A, this is A that makes me happy, but this is B through Z that doesn't make me happy that I have to do anyway if I want to do A. Yeah. And we don't talk about that enough. No, and I don't know why. No, I don't know. I think it's just a, I think it. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. And that's the, yeah, I don't know either. I've, that's what separates, and I hear about this, like, all the time, and, like, the mm -hmm. things I constantly am taking in. Mm -hmm. That is really the only difference between the people who are successful and the people who are not successful is because, like, the people mm -hmm. who are successful under will understand that. Whether we like it or not, yeah. like, will go out and do everything that has to be done regardless of whether it makes them happy or not because they know that the result will be worth that. it. Right. Yeah. And it's just like you have to be it was hard, that was a hard concept for me to grasp because being an art person, I'm a very mm -hmm. process oriented person. Yeah. Like it's not about the product, but in like that grand scheme, like it really if it's about that product, like it is okay. product oriented and you have to just do the work you have to do to get there. Yeah. I can see that being a struggle for you. Yeah. For sure. So it's like I'm constantly fighting yeah. <laughs> with myself. Um, okay. I didn't offer, offer any tips. Um, yes. Okay. I don't know. What are some things you do with your body? What, say that again? What are, spoke way like, too fast for me for some What are things that you do with your body? Like pains or discomforts? And I'll give you like real life. Well, I'll tell you because I'm like at a computer 
my shoulders are always like stiff. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like it's like tension. It's like yes. from like honestly from like stress. Yeah, like around here, literally from around here. Me too. Like, yeah, same. Especially like if you're typing on a computer, like your your shoulders are somehow always up, and then it's so funny because sometimes in the middle of the day I'm like, holy shit, my shoulders are up, and then you're like, oh right, like let me just put this down. And yeah. It's like, the weirdest, like, most, like, relaxing feeling, because then you, because I don't know, like, sometimes that, like, oh, my yeah. shoulders are always, like, much back or whatever, like, it's crazy, but We've, so, a there lot. There is a, uh, there's a, there's a, a lot of pain there. There's a lot. A medical, like, anatomical term that's been created for that, exactly, for, like, the world right now. It's called text neck. Te- te- <laughs> text neck. Text like, your neck.
positive, what proactive and healthy way is literally yeah. what that says. Okay, how do you, how would you define doing that? Not being on the couch playing video games. What can people do today? Really do honestly just go outside and take a walk. Solid. That's like honestly like the most basic thing that you can probably do for your body, or just like sit outside. Yeah, even if you, <laughs> if you don't even, even like, just go get some sunlight. You just walk. Because uh, honestly, like for me, especially during tax season, I don't get enough sun. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, especially during the winter times where it's like it gets dark really early. Yeah. Before daylight savings over here, um, that I would go into work and be like kind of light out because it's like I go in at like ten, mm-hmm. but then when I leave, it's like dark and like. I'm usually feeling yeah um but then now that it's getting lighter out like um the sun definitely helped my mental state for sure just seeing it more and like the weather being nice like and like warmer yeah um but I honestly just like sat outside and like in my car like just to be in like a just to be yeah just to be in a brighter area and that definitely helps at least your mental yeah. State. You, like, have, like, because I have a Nintendo Switch, and if you like playing games, take out your console outside. Shit. Just sit outside, honestly, really? is, my, is my, like, tip. Just go sit outside. I'm about it. Do you know that there are more, I love that I learned this little tidbit, you can get, like, more healthy benefits from just being outside and being in the grass barefoot yeah. than, like, like, just, like, if you were to take being outside to that next level, like, like there's healing power in your ability to, like, connect yourself to the earth. Really? That's I getting, like, a little bit in, like, spiritualness. But, like, we come from it, so it's really not that far-fetched. No, and I, I feel like that that sounds right. It just sounds logical to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like, being around nature is definitely... Because if you think about it, like, so if we're in my apartment right now, like, everything in this room is, like, man-made, right? Yeah. Like, there's nothing... Especially because I have cats and I can't have live plants, which kills my soul because they eat them and they vomit everywhere. Um, <laughs> that sucks. But, like, when we put ourselves in these, especially technology, like, there's nothing that's, like, a natural source in technology. We spend all of our time around it. So, like, just putting yourself in a situation where you're around something natural is going to help you. For sure, because all the blue light isn't. Right. It, like, doesn't strain your eye. Yep. Make sure that you're getting proper amounts of sleep, which, I mean, like, we're preaching to, we're literally saying this as a reminder for ourselves, too. And just, like, God only knows, like, to help hopefully help other people yeah um make sure you're getting some sleep um Uh and knowing and i feel like it's frustrating when we say the registered amount for the general like like wellness amount for doing x y or z is this and like every single person's going to be different yeah yeah, you have to take the time to have awareness and learn about yourself and see what you need Mm -hmm. and what works for you so maybe that's just it Find out, you know, how many hours of sleep do you really need to be functional. Right. Six to eight is just the general. Yeah. And do you want to know what's crazy? Why do we why do we recommend six to eight when the average like like length of time for your brain to go through like a sleep a sleep realm is three? So if you get eight hours of sleep, you're That's disrupting like, a sleep cycle. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Anybody out there who studies the brain or knows anything about neuroscience, can you explain that to me? Because I was like, maybe this is why I'm tired all the time. Because you interrupt your your natural yeah. cycle. Yeah. Which is why that's where that, that groggy feeling comes from. Yeah. When your alarm bell goes off and you're like, fuck this shit, mm-hmm. yeah, you're in the middle of a cycle and you just interrupt it. Yeah. yeah. So why do we recommend eight hours of sleep? I don't know. <laughs> General out there question. Someone give us the answer, please. Um, but yeah, make sure you're doing, and whatever that means for like your diet, 
what how much water you're drinking, whatever type of exercise or movement you're doing for yourself. Like mm -hmm. it's really personal and individual, and I think that yeah. comes back to why I do the work that I do. It's different for everybody. Whatever wellness looks like is different for everybody. Mm -hmm. But you know it's not different for everybody. I'm ready. Wash your hands. Oh, <laughs> and and do everything else and see there's like a six foot rule. Oh, like that if you feel like you're sick or you have symptoms. Stay home um, if you're sick. Yeah. That's also a thing in the professional field that um, is fun. I guess not I, it's just like not talked about is like, alright, especially for us accountants again. Yeah. Alright, it's busy season we do have to crank out all these things, but like also take care of yourself. Do you have the opportunity to work from home? Yeah. Oh, it, it, yeah, no, the the I feel like the accounting world is moving that way anyway. Yeah. And also other worlds are. Yeah. Um and so if you have the ability to work from home and if you have the ability to just take a nap, <laughs> like like reset your body for a few couple like couple of hours, like do that and like, take care of yourself. Yes. What first? Okay, so tell because I have no idea what this looks like. Yeah. What does working from home when you're in a position like that look like? Do you have like what's the? Do you have to hit a daily quota of what you do? Like how does that? How do? How? So my our office is very flexible as to like you you have set clients that you work on. I do. Um, just in general, like, for, for me, example, like, I have in my head, like, I have, like, all right, let's say 10 clients I have to work on, and I have due dates that span from, like, next week to, like, three weeks from now. Okay. It's like, all right, here's your work, just get it done within the time frame that the manager, like, needs to get it done, and, like, the client, and all that stuff. So, you, I'm kind of, like, independent in that, in the sense that, like, all right, I know my priorities, and, like, I know right. how long each thing will take me, so, like, all right, pace yourself is basically how I tell myself, like, because the season isn't a sprint, it's, like, a fucking marathon and right. I tell like the younger staff to I'm like you can't go in like you can't like yeah like it may seem overwhelming that okay there's 10 things on my plate but like it'll all get done within reason like you know so working from home is like all right I have again these 10 clients I have to do this on this client this on this client and this on this client today so I can just hit my goals for like the next few weeks yeah so you have to really manage yourself yeah it's a time management for okay. sure so let me ask you this question now right yeah. mm -hmm. why do you have to go into the office then you know, honestly, I go in because I'm more focused at the office. Just having the space. And a bunch of, and a bunch of people are more focused at home, yeah. so sometimes I don't see other people because they work better from home, and, like, that's respectable. Yeah. And I'm always in the office. Everyone knows I'm always in the office because, like, I have, I have four monitors in the office. <laughs> like, if you see my cube, forget it. Like, there's monitors everywhere, and, like, I'm more efficient that way. And also, like, I still live at home with my sisters, so it's like... They're their distraction. And also, like, my video games are there on my couch, so it's like... That's how I... So, like, this is the one downfall. Because <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, I was like, wouldn't it be cheaper for the company to let you work from home? Because then there's less overhead and not having you physically be present and having to pay for all of that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I really... The one thing that drives me crazy about not having, a, like, a physical space to go to and work, because I'm, I'm that person, I need that. Like, otherwise, I am easily distracted. Also, like, it splits my, here, I'm working, and also here's my personal Right. It's like, like it's a, it's a switch. Yeah. Okay. And like you said, it's a focus switch. Yeah. That's why, like, I really have days where I need to just, like, go to the library where I'm not going to get anything done that I need to get done. Yeah. Even though you like to be in that space. Even in school, like, some, like in college, like, all right, I'm not going to study at home because I don't want to. Like, I'm going straight to the library. Yeah. Like, the, at least everyone is in the same mindset that, like, all right, we're going to get shit done. Right, which is why it's so, like, I tried to do, like, the whole, like, I have my whole, like, home office yeah. set up in there. I mean, so do I. I have a whole set up. But I, like, first of all, I don't like sitting at, like, the desk. Mm -hmm. I just, this is why I didn't go into doing that period, because I can't sit at a you desk. You can't. I cannot sit at a desk. You don't have that mentality to just, like, I, And, like, sit. my body physically is in pain. Um, 
<laughs> that too. So are you trying a standing desk? I want. I'm thinking that might be my next. So I for I a have long one, time. That's how at work I have. I think it shifts. No, it's just it's just up. Like, but I have school. One. Yeah, then I have to sit on stool. That's like higher. But, um, I tried doing the treadmill, like, I was doing, uh, like, walking on the oh, treadmill and doing for a while, yeah. which I liked, but, like, my body doesn't like the, like, the limitation in movement, just, like, consistently doing it. Like, it gets boring and repetitive, and it's really hard because, like, my computer doesn't sit right on the treadmill. Um, so, like, <laughs> if it falls off or if I can try to type it, like, it's to be yeah. a little too much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I need something that does, would be something that does something like that, where, like, it's, a, like, a standing option, so I can, like, move around. And, yeah, like... Okay. But yeah, I think it really does come back to like the fact that like I just get too distracted being home. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, I get too comfortable. Yeah, because then, then you don't want to do anything. But there are days where I'm like, I need to stay home. Yeah. And, like I work from home, and then I'll, I'll feel things because I know like, all right, this you is, have to get it. You have a deadline. Right. Exactly. Having yeah. something to be held accountable to is also exactly. always very important when it comes to work. For sure. Um. So yeah. Cool. All right. Did we touch it? I mean, we didn't really talk about we 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 went everywhere. Right. Enough. It started with me playing a puzzle i don't know how we got to and here. she likes me at the end of the episode yeah, that's all yeah it's fine not mad at me on um, terms of coronavirus be nice to people yeah and i feel like the biggest thing i want uh, we should talk about too is like i'm wearing this shirt for a reason i see what says it wasn't well, say phenomenally asian phenomenally asian i'm so okay a portion of this shirt and if i'll put their link down below whatever goes to they focus on um women so this shirt it is uh a proceeds go to a nonprofit for Asian American women. Wow, cool. And I say be nice to people because people at, I went out to go grocery shopping and a woman literally stared at me because I went to go get, I literally had a headache the other day. And this is also me pacing myself during this season. I had a headache and I knew I couldn't focus, so I just like went home and like took care of that. Yeah, so, time, yeah. I got Advil, Motrin, like a couple like multivitamins for my sisters. Literally, woman just stared at me and, and stared at what I was holding in my hand, like at the checkout line. I was like, "Um, can I help you, ma'am? Like, let's not do that during these trying times." Yeah. What? I don't understand. <laughs> I can't understand where people come from in those moments. I really can't. Yeah. Like, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around like that. Like, and like I say this, but it's not. It doesn't. It seems very minor when I say it like that, but like the way that she was just like judging oh yeah was just so like you could feel it i'm just like i don't like this. yeah that's not okay and like yeah. it's you have to work against your brain to not do that but like if you're aware enough and you're doing the work you need to do to change that mindset and change that programming then like you can have the better of it without it having the better of you mm-hmm. so that's my two cents on coronavirus. my my biggest thing about it that i think we have to talk about in terms of like the areas of like angst and concern yeah is it's not so, like, when it comes to the exposure to it, yeah. I'm not worried about me, because I'm very fortunate to be somebody who isn't I'm not, dealing with a medical... Right, I'm not worried about my immune system, and God forbid, I do get it, but, like, if I do get it, like, I'm not gonna freak out and be like, okay, right. my body will probably handle it better than, again, most people, but right. I feel like you're gonna say, there are other people around you that yes, are that not... Yes, that have compromised. So, like, yeah. perfect example, like, my father... Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, like, I haven't talked about this, but I guess we're going to talk about this. Oh, um, my dad is a type 2, nope, type 1 diabetic, so yeah. he is genetically, like, dispositioned for diabetes. But on top of this, he's also recovering from, like, stage 4 colorectal cancer, stage 3 mm-hmm. colorectal cancer, um, and is currently in remission. So, like, he, like two different areas of him being somebody who's, like, 
more likely to be negatively affected by getting exposure to this because he's going to have a really hard right. time managing and potentially recovering. Yeah. Um, so when I am thinking about like going out and who I'm around, I'm not worrying about me. I'm worrying about if I'm carrying something and who's going to get it from me who would struggle right. with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's where people, like the buying all the toilet paper and people that are getting really anxious about it. And I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. I understand if you're worried I about I understand the penny buying to but accept. Like you yeah, need buying. to, you, it's not about you. And that's why all of these steps are being taken about community and yep. focusing on community because that's what matters. If you are a healthy person who doesn't fit the descriptions for people who are likely to have to deal with deal it, with this, yeah. um, then that's fine, that's, don't worry about it. It's yep. also not something to joke about even though I get we're making jokes about the toilet paper and it is kind of funny. But <laughs> like, <It is. laughs> you really just need to take your lens and widen it out a little bit to look beyond yourself to know it's not about you if you're somebody who's not gonna be getting it, it's who is gonna be open to it if you do get it. Correct, I agree. I mean, that's, that's the end, that's the end of that, honestly. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I have the same sentiment. That's literally what it is. And, like, that's it. So it's, yeah, if you're trying to figure out why people are freaking out and anxious and worried about the spread of it, we just need to control it so that people who would have to worry about it don't have to worry about it. That's our responsibility as people that are a member, members of a global society. Correct. We have to care about everybody. Yeah, and sometimes people don't. And that's the issue. So. Yeah. Right. On that note. Cool. Thank you for joining us for Jesus whatever Christ. this episode turned into. We talked about a lot of stuff with I like it, just areas with a lot of different tips and yeah. mindsets and perspectives. It was just everything. I don't know. Current events, if you will. Yeah. You got to learn more about us. We learned more about each other. Yeah. Seriously. I guess. More. I learned more about you than... No, I learned more about what you do. Okay. I don't know, like, the specifics now. Fair I feel like enough. if somebody talks about auditing, and, like, I'll be like, well, what type of auditing do you do? And I'll have you <laughs> actually have, like, a... Like a, like a frame of reference of what is. Yeah, yeah, to work off of. Which is cool. Keep learning stuff. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Thanks, as always, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's... We'll catch you all in. I was waiting for you to, like, <laughs> sum it up. But it's fine. Uh, <laughs> don't ever. Don't ever. Uh, nope. We'll catch you guys on the next episode of the Be More Podcast. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Stay healthy, everybody. <laughs> don't ever rely on me on that. Are you kidding me? I was like, maybe it'll happen. No, I'm not just gonna create, I'm going to set the stage for it. I know. I'm just going to be like, no, it's not happening.